Lori here, and welcome to the Awakening Moments podcast. Grab a cup of tea and let's spend some time together. My co-host Rhonda and I are ordained ministers working together at Life Center Church. We are leaders, wives, moms, and longtime friends. In this podcast, we hope to share some meaningful moments from our lives, everything from lessons we've learned the hard way or how to rise up in the midst of obstacles and insecurities. We will encourage you to take risks and remind you that you are deeply loved and completely worthy. Let's awaken life's most amazing moments together. Hi, Rhonda. Hi, Laura. Ready for a podcast? I'm ready. Let's do this. I'm ready. Yes, let's do it. What do you want to chat about today? Oh, my. Well, we've got just so much going on in our spirits. I think we're just overflowing, bubbling. I feel like every time we get together, it's like God has done something fresh and new in our personal time with him. So I think we should talk about that. Yeah, so true. I know we we literally are, you know... as we're recording this podcast, we're about to uh, flip over to the new year, right? 2020 yeah, is yeah. upon us. But when this podcast airs, likely it will already be 2020. But still, like just the sense of what God is doing in this season, kind of what he's done throughout this year. But it is all for preparation for what he's bringing us to, what he's preparing us for. And you're right. There has been so many words and just senses and so many things God's asking of us in this season or the, or where, where we feel led to. And it's really neat too how much God is speaking, right? He's speaking a lot. He's speaking personally, I think first personally, but even as we share, you know, what he's saying, there's such a resonation. And even as I have conversations with tons and tons and tons of different people, both like people who are part of the church, but people who are not as well. It seems like there really is this much larger movement of God that is similar for everyone where God Mm -hmm. is leading us to. And Mm -hmm. it's incredible. Like it really is exciting. We are in a a season of renewal, a season of revival, a season of where God really is awakening something new mm-hmm. inside of us and mm-hmm. in his church. And it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is so true. And I, it's true. Revival is not what we always think it's going to be, right? Yeah. When you think of revival, yeah, we think of something maybe more external, like all these crowds running to church and all these things happening. But we're watching right now unbelievable transformations in our own lives. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm not even just talking for other people, but in my own life, in your life, Laura, I know you've shared that, but also in people we're talking to like radical transformations where they're so hungry for God, Yeah, just surrender. And it's not a burden. We've talked about that. It's not this weight or legalism or this feeling of I'm not enough or striving. It's actually out of the deepest hunger to love God and to know God and to walk closely with God. That's where that call is coming from. Yes. And it is supernatural. It's supernatural. Yeah, it really is. It really is. But there is in the midst of it, you know, this call to holiness and this Mm -hmm. call to repentance, a walk of repentance. Mm -hmm. And I think as I've been just processing some of the things that God's been doing, you know, I realized that repentance hasn't been as much a practice in my life as I think it could have been. And also, I think I'm realizing the power of it, the power of repentance and confession. Mm -hmm. Those two things hand in hand, you know? I think for a long time, because I personally, you know, like 
if you break down the Ten Commandments, right, like the the shall nots, you know, at least the last half of them, you know, shall not steal, shall not mm-hmm. lie, all these big ones, you know, as as believers and the closer we get to God, I mean, those often aren't as much of a struggle. And sometimes we think of those as the majors, you know, the mm-hmm. big sins, the way we kind of break God's law or whatever. But I think for a long time, even just in my own walk, I haven't realized how many things I've brought along my walk that actually are not of God. And if they're not from God, then they are sin to God, right? Yes. And I just I just haven't had that awareness. And I, as God's kind of brought that awareness into my life, literally every day there is this exchange of repentance and almost every day there's this this opportunity for confession where I'm actually saying out loud to people because it has to be to people it has to be in the body can't it's it can't just be in hiddenness with God it has Mm -hmm. to come out where I'm actually confessing these things that God is revealing in my life and the the motivation is freedom I want something better. I want something better. I don't want to walk in jealousy. I don't want to walk in greed. I don't want to walk in, I mean, whatever it is, even pleasing man, I don't want to walk in any of those things because God actually has something better for me in Mm -hmm. store. And so just to humbly walk both repentance before God, but then confession, you know, with my brothers and sisters, with, you know, people in my life, uh, it's, it's work. Like it is a walk of healing. It is a walk of restoration. It is a walk of freedom. And it is so powerful. So and I think powerful. that is a part of what God's doing in this yeah. season. Yeah. Like it's that it is impacting me personally, but I see it all around. Mm. I see it all around. I hear it mm-hmm. as we have conversations, just God literally convicting people of things they were never aware of or even problems before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like you're keeping stock. Like it's just it's coming up and you're like, oh, that's that's a little fox I'm dealing with right now. That's gonna spoil the vine. I'm not just letting it run rampant. Yeah. How many little things have we just kind of been like, that's no big deal. But it's, it is a big deal because it's not of God. And yeah. it's not like God weighs little deal, big deal. It's not like that with God. Yeah. It's sin and sin is sin. Yeah. And even confession, when you're talking about confession, even this morning we were saying at the podcast. Yeah. I said I made a comment, you're like no, don't say that. That's not from God. That's not from God. And I was like, you're right. Why did I just say that? But it's true. Things that you just say or think that come out of your mouth. And you realize even sometimes what you say, we are not aligning with the truth of God. We're, we're aligning with a lie or aligning with an insecurity. We're aligning with just whatever it may be, a false sense of something. Yeah. And God's like, no, align with yeah. truth. Align yeah. with truth every single time. And so yeah. the confession of sin and the confession of truth yeah, is so powerful. And it is. even that you're, how many things I just even say flippantly, I know not even thinking about it. I know. And all of a sudden when you just said this morning, I was like, it's so true. I've been feeling like the Lord's been doing that too. Yeah. yeah. Little things catching me. I'm like, no, I, I, I'm not aligning with that. That's yeah. actually not the truth of God's word. Right. Right. So, no, it's so, it is so powerful. true. A couple of weeks ago, you know, uh, the Lord just convicted me of of how how easily it comes out of my mouth that I say, I can't believe what God is doing in this season. I can't believe how he's setting this person free. I can't believe that he saved this person. I can't, be- you know, I'm telling the stories and I'm saying I can't believe. And I felt like God literally said, don't align yourself with unbelief. Hmm. Don't align your words with unbelief. You can be in awe of what I'm doing, but 
don't not believe it. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, what? And it li- I've literally had to try to rework because it actually is such an, it comes out of my mouth without thinking. Yeah. But it's true. I, I, it's not. I don't want to align with unbelief. I, I can be in awe and just wonder and gratitude and thankfulness. But I don't want to, you know, I, yeah, I don't want to align my life myself with unbelief. But the other part, too, that I feel in the words, you know, in the words part is that it so easily comes out of my mouth that I say, oh, I'm worried. I, I would never consider myself a worrier, but I'll say, oh, I'm worried about this person. Oh, I'm worried about this situation. Oh, I'm worried. And I literally feel like God is, before the word comes out of my mouth, mm. that God is just holding that. And so I'm actually tr- trying to learn a new language, which I don't know what the new language is, but I don't need to worry about anything. Yes. Right. But, but if there's things that are happening where that I'm concerned about or that I, I have, but what is the new, what's the new language? Yes. I'm praying about, I, I don't, I don't even have the new language yet, but do you know, do you know yes. what I mean? Like I'll say, Oh, I'm worried about, you know, my kids or I'm worried about this situation in my family or I'm worried, you know, for this person, you know, this person's on my heart, mm. but I'm trying to think about, you know, okay, what, what's the new What's the new language? How do I align? Mm. Even as I'm caring for people, how do I align? You know yes. what I mean? Yes, totally. These, uh, and they're just so ingrained yeah. in how we speak. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even concerned. I don't even want to be concerned because I, mm. I feel if I can trust God with those situations, I don't, I don't think I need to give myself over to be overly concerned or worried mm-hmm. about, about situations. I can trust God in that. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's so true. Things that we were never meant to carry. (laughs) No, what's the new language? I'm on the same road as you. You already, you already told me this morning. I was like, that's right. I'm saying these things. I've just said, you know, like, oh, I don't. Even a couple days, I've I've been saying that. Oh, you're gonna get sick of me. I've said that a few times. Oh yeah, no. It's funny. There's certain phrases that you actually say in your life. Yeah. You realize it actually happens more than one time. Yeah. And there is a deep root there that you keep saying it for some reason there's a, an ingrained way of thinking or belief yeah, right yeah yeah so god's like no like you're that that's not of god so i no. listen i'm with you too i'm trying to figure out new language too i don't even know <laughs> but god is transforming us god's transforming yeah. our mind yeah our heart and it's coming through our mouth too yeah. and always yeah but i just feel like there's a purging to happening and as we yeah. talk about the good happening I'm watching too yeah and I'm talking in my own life God's purging yeah things and you know I had a vision a couple weeks ago yeah and I shared this with you a couple weeks where Lauren and Jay my husband and the staff last week about just in my prayer time with the Lord I was just spending time with God and I just saw this river bed and it was clay and dried up and cracked and yuck and um I just felt when I looked up, I saw way in the distance, this crystal clear water coming down, filling this riverbed. And I just felt in my spirit, the Holy Spirit says, said, I am drying up the riverbeds of contaminated water, my people, and I'm making them thirsty for the living water. I literally have chills right now. Yeah, I know. It was so vivid. And I just felt it was a moment of repentance in my life to say, God, what waters have I been drinking from? It's the mercy of God to dry up riverbeds in our life. And I'm watching different circumstances 
well, internally I've seen, I've seen in my life where God has dried up riverbeds. And sometimes we wonder, God, why is this happening? Why are these things closing? Why is this, whatever is happening? It is actually sometimes a mercy of God to dry up riverbeds in our life that we thirst for God because he wants us to be satisfied by him alone. And I feel like that's happening now. And so my prayer is like, God, I want to thirst for you. If there's any areas of water, of contaminated water I'm drinking from, dry it up, dry it up fast, accelerate it. I want to drink from the real, like the wellspring of life. I want to come. I love that scripture when, when God says, come those who are thirsty, come and drink. Jesus talked about the well of life. You know, the woman at the well, you know, I am the well, like he is the living water. Those from drink from him will never thirst. So I just feel like that is a season where we're thirsty for God. So he is parching up. He's parching up people. The riverbeds are drying up. So we're actually feeling the mercy of God in the season. It's a mercy of God. Even as I, as you say that, you know, I think about the drying up process in my life or in other people's lives could sometimes look like the things that we've always wanted or Mm -hmm. dreamed of or desired Mm -hmm. or even the things that we're putting so much effort into that are just not really come uh, there's almost a drying up of that and Mm -hmm. and in that process that there is a surrender there is a letting go there is an allowing yes if there's a part of your life that's literally drying up even a part that you thought should flourish and really you want to flourish but if there's any rootedness around those parts of our lives that we're drinking from contaminated waters they're coming from a place maybe a motive or maybe mm-hmm. maybe even a belief or maybe even a burden that is mm-hmm. not from god that's somehow mm-hmm. attached to that dream or to that desire or to that, you know, even you might even feel like it's your purpose, something you're supposed to do. But mm-hmm. if there's, if there's something attached to it, that's not from God, that there's is, there has been some contamination there, you know, let it dry up. But that's, that can be difficult because there yes. can be a mourning in that there can be in that letting go process. There can be a bit of a, a, a mourning mm-hmm. in, in having to accept that. But I love that God gave you the picture of the pure water in the distance that that it's not dry to be dry in desert. You know, it's not. Mm-hmm. And even if you think of the children of Israel in the desert, right, that mm-hmm. those years in the desert, in the distance, there was the promise mm-hmm. of that pure life, that pure water mm-hmm. that's coming mm-hmm. right from a place of obedience. But God does want us to put our trust in him and he, it is his mercy because those Mm -hmm. contaminated waters will not produce life. Mm -hmm. Even if they give us immediate relief for a moment, eventually they'll make Mm -hmm. us sick. They'll, Mm -hmm. they'll produce death. Eventually it, there's a, there's a spiritual death or a spiritual dying of, of things because it's not from God, but yes. it is, it doesn't come from God. So it won't last and it won't bring the mm-hmm. life, the abundant life mm-hmm. that that pure water wants to give us. And so there is a yes. patience in that. There is a waiting in that. There's a trusting in that, but I love the picture of that in the distance. And even as you describe it, I can see it very vividly in my mind, mm-hmm. almost like this, um, like this ex- very exciting, mm-hmm. right? Very exciting. And I just wonder, you know, as it's coming down the mountain, the, um, like 
I can see the water rushing. Like I can see it the like sound starting, of it. Yes. starting yes. slow as a trickle, yeah. but as water comes down in a downward motion, right? It picks up. I don't really know a lot about <laughs> the, yes. but do you know what I mean? It picks yes. up speed and pace and I can just see this like yeah. rushing, yeah. eventual rushing, you yeah. know, and yes. abundance, abundance. Of, of that, of that beautiful water. That's a really, really powerful picture. Yeah. That's exactly because when a riverbed has, if you've got contaminated water, you can't mix the pure and the contaminated. True. Right? You True. can't mix them. So God is actually allowing right. things to be purged, parched. parched out of us. Right. So it doesn't contaminate the purity of who he is. Wow. And that is something that will be so sustaining and life-giving. But our bodies are getting sick. Our spirits are sick. Our souls are sick. Whoa. And we could keep drinking and not know. Like you get used yeah. to the taste of your water. Yeah. You don't yeah. taste it. Yeah. And all of a sudden when you taste the pure, you're going to be like, oh yeah. my goodness. And our bodies are being revitalized. Yeah. But that is the yeah. heart and the mercy of God is to heal his people. Yeah. His, the spirit of his healing. people, there's yeah. healing. It's healing waters. It's pure water, life-giving water, and it's water of him. And so... I feel like even as I'm talking, I know I've been thinking about what's my word for 2020. It might be thirst. It might have to do with mm. water. I feel like even in the Bible, how many times God uses water? Yeah. Oh, like even Moses so striking the rock and yeah, like yeah, yeah. obedience and water and just parched ground. And I think of even Ishmael and like she went out and God provided springs of water in the, in the de- so many times Jesus alluding himself as being the wellspring, yes. like the water, oh, yeah. bread of life, all of these things of water. And so just feel like there's healing waters happening there's things happening but i love how you just said that mm-hmm. lord to encourage mm-hmm. people because i feel it can be, look like god has mm-hmm. maybe abandoned or doesn't care or yeah. it's not but sometimes it, it actually can it, be the goodness of god yeah and the mercy of yeah. god because he has something better and he has something that actually is oh. going to sustain us oh. and redirect us that yeah. if we allow him to take yeah. control and surrender yeah. and trust that God has a plan and heal all that parched, oh, all the loss, yes, all the, you yeah. know, like you, you can see just as that water flows, it just brings all of that nutrition and that moisture and that like healing that yeah. comes over to that dry, 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 yeah. that dry land. Wow. That's, I love that. Yeah, so that that's is, a word I feel like I'm sitting in right now. Yeah. How about for you? Yeah, that's really, really good. I mean, again, there's been so many, I actually remember uh, not too long ago, even pastor Joyce uh, saying a word about she she sensed the spirit stirring the waters. Do you remember when she shared that with us? Oh my goodness. The stirring of the yes. waters, the stirring of the healing waters and just that um the what was it the um the pool of sh- Shalom? Is yes, that what it is? Right. Yes. And uh yeah, or Bethesda? No, what is it? I know it's so <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's really early in the morning. <laughs> kind of We're sorry. trying to put this all we, together. <laughs> we actually do read our Bibles. It's just that sometimes on the spot we forget yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but yes it's pool. one of the pools it's one of the, the pools, pools of the, Bible. the healing pools you know what i'm talking about and so but yeah and uh the stirring of that waters and that the holy spirit is stirring the waters you know in this season's beautiful really really powerful I, I, another one that's been really impactful to me uh, uh, of late was actually another word that you had shared for somebody um it wasn't for me directly but i was like oh that and it just stuck with me but it was about companions like really um you know bring know know your companions and make sure you're bringing the right companions into the next season of your life or into whatever season of your life that you're in and kind of that word companion 
has really, really stuck with me. Why don't you share a little bit about that one too? And then I can share about how it impacted me. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It was for someone that was just transitioning. And in my prayer time, I just felt that, you know, the caution in my spirit of like, when we leave one season or transition, the companions, companions, we leave from one to the other. And it came from Proverbs Mm. when it talks about wisdom and it, it alludes to almost them like companions. It right. talks like about you bring it along with you. That's exactly it. And so how we leave one season, what companions we choose to leave a season with is what we travel into the next with. And that is something that we choose. Right. We choose the companionship we bring, whether it's bitterness, unforgiveness, those are companions. Right. We can bring into the next season, whether it's wisdom, whether it's peace, those are companions we can bring. So it was along those lines. Um, I don't have the word right in front of me, but it had to do with that. But the the power of the companions yeah. we choose to bring. Yeah. And it does set the next chart. Th- that is what we're walking with right. and journeying with into the next season. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember when you shared that. And, you know, as I, as I listened to it, I mean, it wasn't for me specifically, but I just, it really resonated with me, this idea of companions and what companions am I bringing around with me? What companions do I have? And little did I know, but a short time after that, you know, God specifically started to talk to me about those companions. And it kind of put some language for me around what God was putting his finger on in my life. And that, that I had allowed quite a few companions that were not from God, that were ungodly, that, that, that were not a part of the character of God or who he is, that I had just kind of allowed to walk with me and and come into life with me probably the biggest one the biggest one of all that affected almost every single day would have been stress like just carrying around this Mm -hmm. companion of stress and 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 actually like being a little bit proud of it do do you know what I mean like yeah I'm so busy and I have so much to do and like oh you know there's never enough time and you, like you carry this companion around almost like a badge of like this makes you feel important or this makes yeah. you feel valuable or something right like I have all of these demands on my life and oh my goodness like as God has just brought such conviction about that to my life I just realized okay number one stress is not from God God That's is right. not stressed yes Yes. He, he's not stressed. He's not worried no, or no, stressed no. about anything. So then I shouldn't be. <laughs> but but number two, like I, I think God actually has a better companion for me. Yes. Like actually the companion of peace yes. is a thousand times better than the companion of stress. A thousand times, yes. And, and I thought somehow, and again, I think it, it really comes down to for all of us, that we make the best of what we have. We try to make the best of what we have, right? My life absolutely was full and was stressful and all of that. And I try to make the best of it. I try to almost like reframe, how can I use stress to my advantage when actually God wanted to remove stress completely and allow me to walk in complete peace? Am I any less busy than I was before? No, probably not. But everything about the way I think and the way that I mm-hmm. walk in it. Mm-hmm. And again, there's an undoing happening in this season of my life. So I'm learning a new way of living. I actually feel like I'm learning to speak a new language, to think differently. It's not just, it's not just like easy. Mm-hmm. It's easy, but it's not um, natural. That's the word. Yes. It's not yeah, natural. That's a good way of saying it. Because I have to, I have to unlearn. I'm learning a new language. I'm learning a new way of living. 
God literally gave me the revelation. Like you, you don't have to live like this. Why have you, why have you accepted this? Why have you taken this companion through life with you? I never gave that to you. It doesn't come from me. I'm like, okay, well, I don't want it then. (laughs) So powerful. It kind of brings us back to our initial conversation right at the beginning. What we say, what we bring, we're bringing that. We're actually speaking that. And we're bringing that, that companions, you're exactly right, Laura, or insecurity or, you know, whatever it may be, these things you just say, but they're companions you're carrying and they don't just stop at one season. You carry them into the next Yeah. and you're not even aware sometimes of what's following you, like what you're bringing with you. It's just bags you've packed, companions you've brought. And so it really is the intentionality of living with purpose and intentionality, not in what we do, but in who we are yeah, and yeah. what we are allowing to control and to build our life on. Yeah. And like you said, if it's not of God, it's not of God. Stress is not of God. Yeah. God is not stressed. So I actually, it's a sin to be stressed. It's a sin to take on this anxiety and this worry. Yes. We have moments that we feel that, but we surrender it yeah. and we bring it to God and we repent and we repent. <laughs> like Thank I literally yes, like, like I've probably Lord. had about two times over the last month where I've kind of felt that pit, you know, that pit yes. of anxiety or stress come on. And literally in those moments, I literally just fall to my knees and say, God, like, forgive me, forgive me for allowing worry or stress to come on. I receive your peace. That is your provision for yeah, me in this exactly. moment. And I, I do, I literally want that exchange yeah. to happen because I just want to live like that. I just, yes. I think God's given that to me. Yes. Why wouldn't I walk in that? Why yeah. wouldn't I, you know, receive that for my life? But, but no, it's, it's, it's not that it's not going to keep trying because everything about this world we live in is all around that busyness, stress, how busy we are, how stressed we are, how worried we are, all of those things, how much we're carrying, how much we have on our shoulders. It's never enough time. All of these things that, you know, have literally been part of my identity. They really have. And I just, yeah. I'm and like, God's nope. reframing it. He's like, no, that's God's not like, your identity. No. Yeah, exactly. I am your identity. Yes. And if it's not me, it's exactly let it go i'm not worried so you don't need to be worried that's exactly. okay i receive and that. you're god uh he could carry anything and yeah. who are we to think that we can oh. you know it really is true looks when i think of the lord's prayer i love praying the lord's prayer yeah. i often pray through yeah. the lord's prayer yeah systematically each line and yeah. allow and yeah. i just rest on it yeah and i love the line that says your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven these kingdom principles are happening yeah. in heaven yeah. as we speak. And God says, may it be on earth as yeah. it is in heaven. Yeah. Stress, yeah. anxiety, all of those things yeah. are not kingdom ways yeah. of living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So may yeah. heaven yeah. invade my heart now yes. on earth yes. as it is yes. in heaven. May it be on earth. I don't have to wait to go to heaven to live this life abundant. God says, I've come to give you life and give you abundant life. Yeah. Not half life or yeah. just a little bit. There, He wants to give us the kingdom life yeah. on heaven as it is in heaven on earth. Yeah. We yeah. can live that way internally. But it is moment by moment yeah. saying, no, that's not of God. I cut that off. I repent. Yeah. And I confess mm-hmm. peace and I confess mm-hmm. the kingdom yeah. to live here on that's earth right. as it is in that's heaven. Right. Yeah. yeah, to invade that. I love that. To invade That's one of my that. favorite yeah. lines yeah. in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. I know one of the words that God has been speaking to me about is 
um, just really rooting myself in the love of God, about mm. really being rooted in the love of God. And he kind of gave me this really incredible, I don't know if it's an analogy or a way of thinking about it, but, but I felt like he said to me, Lori, I want you to limit yourself to the fullness of what my love has provided for you. Wow. And, and that means that I want you to limit yourself to the fullness of my peace, the fullness of my joy, the fullness of my kindness and my gentleness and basically all the fruit of the spirit. And I want you to limit yourself to that. Like, and I felt like he said, you know, you've been limited for a long time. You've been limited by your time has been limited. You've been limited by stress. You've been limited by, you know, your insecurities and all of these things. But I want you to have a new limit. I want to give you a new limit. I want you to be limited and anchored, like anchored as in like, weighted down you know like what an anchor is supposed to do weighted down by my love and bring the anchor of my love everywhere into everything you do because that is my provision for whatever you need in every single day and it's incredible because that has happened that Mm. is happening that as I anchor literally like an anchor like a weight as I weight myself as I as I cuff myself to the weight and the anchor of God's love I am limited to only have his joy and his peace and his goodness and it is transforming it's transforming the way that I think and and the the incredible part about it is that Oh, since God has kind of given me this word and given me this promise, like the last, you know, season, the last several weeks have been, there's been some hard stuff, like no joke. There's been some of the hardest stuff (laughs) Mm -hmm. of leadership and walking out different things and navigating Mm -hmm. really unexpected uh, situations, Mm -hmm. both with friends, both with, you know, in, in leadership and in all kinds of different facets, but I feel so different in it. I feel Mm -hmm. like such a different person in it. And I really do have a trust and a peace in the midst of it all. And the Mm -hmm. other part that's so cool is this reliance, this limitation means that God actually goes before me and makes a way. He mm-hmm. makes a way and I get to walk in that way. I don't have to have the answer. I don't have to know how to handle all these situations. I literally just have to rely on the Holy Spirit, ask God what he's asked me to do about that, mm-hmm. and then trust him, trust his leadership in that and walk in it. And that has been so freeing so Mm. so so freeing and I just I just have a sense that God wants to do that for all of us because the times are not going to get easier no they're not they're not like like even just in what we're facing in our country in what like in just the times ahead it's not going to get easier you can see that there is this dividing line you can see even where you know there is going to be more persecution that comes you know as we make a stand for our faith and and in unexpected places too like close close mm-hmm. persecution or close um, divisions and things like that and it's not going to get easier but as we are anchored like literally as we anchor ourselves to the fullness, to the full provision of God's love, mm-hmm. you know, I believe that is how we're going to be able to stand, mm-hmm. you know, as these stresses come and you can, there's this sense that God is putting the squeeze. There's a squeeze that's coming, you know, and, and 
as God kind of comes in with that squeeze, like I just want his goodness to pour out. I don't, I don't want bitterness to pour out. I don't want frustrations to pour out. I don't want, Mm -hmm. you know, stress Mm -hmm. and anxiety to pour out. I want God's love to pour out. I want God's fruit, the fruit of his spirit to pour out as that squeeze and as that, that narrow road comes. Uh, Laura, I love that. Like, we just want God. Like, even as we're talking, I just feel like in our hearts, we're so hungry. We're so hungry to live the fullness of God yeah. as we yeah. can. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to wait. I mm-hmm. want to grow from glory to glory. I want him. Yeah, yeah. I want to live now the yeah. stronger and stronger in the fullness of yeah. God. Yeah. Not in myself, but in the spirit of mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. I love the word you used, cuff, because the same thing that happened with you when I gave that word for somebody else. Somebody else at that same meeting gave a word for the same person that we were speaking into, into their life about blessing. And it was cuffs talking about handcuffs that, you know, um, just that we are like, it talks in the Bible that we are prisoner of Christ. Like we are God's, we are bond servant. We are his, he's our master. And something just went in my heart because there's a scripture I've just been quoting for the past couple of years is, um, I've been bought with a price. My life is not my own. Mm. You know, we've been bought with the blood of Christ. Our lives are not our own. Right. And the divine cuff, of God. You know, if we are not, if God is not our master and I'm using, I know we're his daughter and his son, but using this analogy, if God is not the one we serve as our master and King, we are serving another and that is not God. It's the enemy. There's not a middle ground. We don't just stand in the middle. You serve one or the other. There's only two masters. That's it. No, it's true. And I feel like even as you're talking, it really is allowing God to take over our lives as King and Lord, that we serve one master. He is King. He is Lord of all. He's Lord of our thoughts. He's Lord of our mouths. He's Lord of our, like of the purity of our hearts. He's Lord of it all. And so that word cuff, I went up and told, um, it was actually Pastor Terry from Canada. And I actually said to him, I actually feel like you just gave me a word today. And my prayer has been, Lord, seriously, divinely, cuff me like you're saying anchor I'm like cuff me (laughs) to you like literally chain me to your heart chain me to your will and to your purposes I surrender and deal ruthlessly with my sin discipline me out of your love quickly like I don't want it to go long like I actually can feel like emotion I don't want to be I want to be disciplined by God quickly like I want my heart to be tender because you're the ruler you're the master you're the Lord of my heart and sin has no place where you rule and reign. So your kingdom come, your will be done, your Lordship, you be the throne. And so I just feel like that divine cuffing. It's like, but it's not it's actually restraint is freedom. That restraint, that cuffing is like, but I'm free for all these things that his kingdom offers. So I'm like, oh yes, chain me to your kingdom. This is what God offers all the fruit of the spirit the freedom, everything, taking the burdens. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. He carries it. Even when I am cuffed, he's carrying me. Like it's so graceful because if I am not cuffed to the father, I'm cuffed to the enemy. And that is the opposite of the kingdom of God. And so I could go on and on about that, but it's so good. It's so good. I, I, I read recently 
in Romans, um, just this verse, it was one line. I wish I could find it because it, it says it so much better than I could explain it, but there's just this one line. And basically the line said something like this. We are a slave to whatever we obey. Wow. Like it was one really, really clear line. And so it lit again, if we, if we kind of pull that thread through what you're saying, you know, through the companions, this idea of the companions, like whatever we actually, the action of our life does. So when I choose to walk in stress or allow stress to rule a situation, I'm a slave. I literally become a slave to stress. Stress becomes my master. Hmm. I it literally I I know I know and I I don't know if I thought of it that way before like as in maybe as in like that I had a choice about that or as in that it actually was ruling me as opposed to well no I'm just stressed but it doesn't rule me you know mm. it's like I I didn't acknowledge that but it's actually true mm. like we're actually ruled by whatever we are obedient to. That is so powerful. It's so true. And it's, it's true. just true. It's just true. Like we don't like that though, because we like to think we're in charge. We like to think, oh no, like I no, I've got that, you know? Mm. But I mean it could be something as simple as, you know, choosing to drown yourself in social media for your stress, numb yourself out, or, you know, choose to, you know, go grab and eat a bag of chips comfort eating I mean things like literally but as we are obedient to those urges we literally become a slave to those things yes we become a slave to those things and and so that word that God gave me I literally want to be a slave to God's love I want to be a slave to God's fruit I don't want anything else but those things in my life and those things are so awesome yes (laughs) they're so much better so much better so much better and so yeah like it's it's very very eye-opening it's very eye-opening to accept that to be aware of that because it actually is happening whether we want to acknowledge it or not that is actually what is happening <laughs> it is do you feel like you just woke up I I literally like do. it's almost like been sleep not sleepwalking but almost like a veil and all of a sudden it's like something has just gone off you're I like so <gasps> do do you feel like yes that? I feel like I've woken up to something like the sharpness and it's like what I have been living way oh like goodness. robbed and I have allowed my like I've been yeah, robbed yeah I just didn't know didn't know didn't it was know. just not yeah and now I see it I'm like yeah off with that like I am tr- I am going I want all that God has but I feel like I've woken up awoken from a slumber oh agreed awake I like I just yeah we've awakened to something new I love that was the conference last week last year yeah. was a monumental year that we significantly spiritually no. yeah we're seeing the repercussions now. Yeah. We've what been was awakened. your word last year? What was your word of, of the year last year? Like monumental. My, your your word was monumental? Monumental. Oh, mine was new. Mine was new, right? That was my, the word that I, that I sensed. God, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Oh, my goodness. That was the word that I sensed back in last January of 2019. And so, you know, to go through the whole year of what, just... And God's been bringing revelation in pieces, right? It's been coming in pieces. These these parts and pieces and convictions and different things that he's been speaking. But, but literally, yeah, like 
to have this new awakening that has happened, it literally is the fulfillment, I think, of the promise that God gave in at the beginning of the year, just that he is doing something new. And um, yeah, it's been beyond what I imagined. And I've, I've actually described like the last season, the last, you know, month of my life, this awakening that you're describing as almost like a salvation experience in the sense that, again, you feel like a completely new person, a completely different man in the same way that when, you know, once you were lost and now you're found, Mm -hmm. you know, once you were blind and now you see, uh, that's what it feels like. And it's incredible to be in faith for, I mean, I've been passionately following Jesus. I mean, on fire for Jesus for 25, 30 years. I mean, just on fire, but to have a a new, a fresh, salvation type experience again is wow unexpected unexpected (laughs) there's another one that was the one in the summer another one that was the summer one unexpected unexpected places like we talked right you had shared that on the podcast yes right unexpected things in unexpected seasons Mm -hmm. all of it it's it's almost like we're speaking things out (laughs) And it's happening. Oh my goodness. I think my word last year was monumental and acceleration. Acceleration. That's, that's what I right. went into January right. with. And monumental kind of moved in that, that it was going to be a monumental year. And we've looked back over this year and it's been mm-hmm. it's been quite the year mm-hmm. um, internally too, but yeah. externally in a lot yeah. of different ways. Yeah. But I felt an acceleration, like what was going to take, what has taken years to build. It's like happening extremely fast. Wow. Even growth, yeah. healing, like yeah. God is accelerating yeah. for such a time and yeah. he's awakening. Yeah. He's awakening his people. Yeah. For a great purpose in the spirit and in him. Yeah. In him. It starts with him and everything flows from our relationship yeah. with him. Yeah. I yeah. think what I another thing that I can see in this season and I, this might be the harder part to walk out is that as this kind of squeeze has come, as there's this sense of God making the road a little bit more narrow, mm. the things that he's saying, hey, I don't want you to live like that anymore or buy those things anymore. I have something different for you. I have something greater for you. And as he's kind of speaking those things, it's like you're watching both in like, you know, as you t- have conversations with people and, and that you're watching p- some people receive the message and literally just they're going, they're, they're, they're responding, they're going on the journey, but you are also watching the squeeze come on other people. And they, they seem to be put like trying to cast it off or rejecting the message or maybe, I don't, I don't know. There, there's, there seems to be a wrestle for some people. There seems to be a wrestle and, it feels like this squeeze or this season is creating this almost like a dividing line, like choose ye this day who you will serve. Like, will you serve the master of stress? Are you going to serve the master of this world? Are you going to serve the master of earning and approval? Are you going to serve the master of, you know, whatever, whatever is behind that ambition or I don't know, uh, whatever pride, or are you going to serve me? Are you going to serve me? Mm. And, and, as we are walking with people, like I can, I can see these tensions. I can see people struggling through these tensions. And that's the part that's hurting my heart because like, I I don't want anyone, anyone to miss Mm -hmm. what God is doing. And it is for everyone. Yes. Yes. It is for everyone. 
But I do believe that the enemy is working overtime to lie and to steal and to rob the very thing, the very provision that God has already made, mm-hmm. that all he already has given and put in place mm-hmm. from them being able to partake of it, to see it, to believe it's for them. I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what the barrier is, but but you can just see that there's there's just a space where some are saying no. They're, they're saying no and it's too uncomfortable and it's and it's touching on things that they don't want to they don't want to let go of they mm-hmm. don't want to come out of hiding and I actually feel like even as we move into you know the the new year and even going into heart conference and this theme of like coming out of hiding it's very significant in this movement it is this idea the hiddenness, the hiddenness oh that piece of you know that literally god is bringing us out of the shadow and bringing those things in our life that are holding us back and bringing them out of the shadow and shedding the grace of his light into our lives so that mm-hmm. we can be free it's mm-hmm. again it's for healing and freedom but, um, but yeah, there's just this sense. Have, have you seen that? Like just where oh, yeah. some people are, are struggling under it, are, are, and they the don't balance, even know, they don't even the know balance, why Rhonda, in the balance, in the balance. Exactly. Yeah. And they don't even know why they're struggling. Like they're, they're getting very uncomfortable or combative or upset or more like pushing back, isolating. You're watching this happen. You're watching and you're watching even division happen and you realize we fight not against flesh and blood, but against spirituality. And this is what's happening. It's like light and darkness cannot abide together. And it's, you can see it. You can just see it happening. And, uh, yeah, it's with people. And that's what, that is what is for us. Like, even though we don't carry stress or worry, you, we, the compassion and the heart. <laughs> uh, we don't have words for it because no. you don't want anyone to miss. So it's heavy on your yeah, heart, right? Because you're like, oh, but, oh, like you don't want anyone to be robbed. I don't want to be robbed. I don't want my sisters or brothers to be robbed. Oh my goodness. We want as many Christians to be full of God so we can yeah. do what God has asked us to do together. Together. Together as a body of Christ. Yeah. There's a place for everyone. Everybody. Yeah. Like what God is doing in our lives. There's no partiality. No. And it looks a little bit different in each totally. of our lives. It's totally. manifesting different. Yeah. It doesn't mean if it's not these big words in your life oh. that God's not doing. It no. is going to be exactly what God needs to do and be in your life. But it'll be the similar theme. Yeah. God's. We're hearing this yeah. everywhere. But seeing that, cho- like the choosing, yeah, is the allowing, the allowing God yeah. into those spaces, and watch people push from it, and you know, you see what's happening. It's like you see someone running towards a cliff, and you don't just stand there and go, "Oh, that's too bad." You're like, "No, like, yeah, 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 yeah. don't stop, stop, yeah, yeah, yeah. stop. There's yeah. more. There's yeah. more. You're going there. Like, yeah, this is not going to lead well. This yeah. is not going to go well. Yeah. So yeah, like. I feel the same. I feel that, yeah, the weight, the weight, the weight of that, of or that. The, the pain, the pain of yeah, that. Yeah, we don't even have words for it. Because I know, we don't because I don't, to like, exactly, oh, it's ours. Or, no, because it's feel not, like, but, but yeah. The, 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 our heart yeah. is that our brothers and sisters would all be with us no, together. Yeah, yeah. We could all grow And there together. is a place for everyone, and I just want everyone to know oh, that. Anyone everyone. who's listening, oh. God is doing, like you said, there's no partiality. God is doing this. This is what he's doing for his church, for his people, and you're a part of that. Yes. Every single one. There's nobody that's going to get overlooked, that's going to get missed, that there's not a place for every single one. Cause God, like it's his heart even more than ours, that not one, not one would perish. Not one would be lost. He leaves the 99 and goes for the one there's like, not one would be lost. That's That's his heart. That's That's his desire. That's how much he loves us. 
I think another thing that's really impacted me, um, you know, again, it's another thing that, that you've said, Rhonda, you've been so instrumental in my <laughs> life in all these words. I love it. But no, even just when you talked mm-hmm. about when we did the podcast about um, our devotion time and when you yeah. described like just God bringing you to a place and just like you even just you sharing that it's like it's seeded something for me about a place that I, f- I sense that God wanted to bring me that I, I actually I'd never really thought of it before in that kind of uh, in that kind of way. And since that time, like um, it's just opened up the way for me to experience a new way of connecting with God. And I love that. And But I oh, actually yeah. think, again, in this season, like our time with God, our time in that secret place, our time in his presence, our time to both let him speak to us, mm-hmm. our time to pray, our time to worship, our time to sit and rest, our time of silence and solitude, mm-hmm. our time in the word is as important as it has ever been. Absolutely. And it is also a key to what God is doing in this season. And, and I don't know about you, but for me, like, I mean, it's, it can be hours, hours in the day. Like, and it's not, it's not hard. I wish there was more time. There's, it's, there's so much delight in it because God is literally bringing me in my time with God, like into an unseen realm. He's bringing me into this place and then just speaking to me or just we're conversing about things. And, and he is making a way for me where I don't have to earn or worry or try or strive. Mm -hmm. He's literally making a way. And, Mm -hmm. and it's so, it's such a key. It's such a key. It's so, so, so important that intimacy with God, cultivating that relationship with God, what that looks like. And again, just that visual picture that you shared um, about, you know, how God brings you to that place. It really, really has been impactful. Mm -hmm. And um, as it kind of opened the way for, for God to, to do the same type of thing in my life. But for me, it's different. And for Mm -hmm. me, it looks different, That's but, but it's, it it helped. So I just want to thank you for sharing that because I know that was very personal and very intimate. And no, I don't even know if you've ever really told anybody about that or no, I haven't just my husband just Jay my husband you know yeah, not I, many people know so that. thank yeah. you for sharing that because yeah. I can't even imagine how many other people you know just hearing that idea that that's what it could be like how that maybe has opened the way for them too mm-hmm. in their in their intimacy in intimacy with God and relationship with God so yeah thank you for that it really really impacted me I know we are in oh you're welcome Lori well thank you Jesus yeah how yeah. we all use e- how he uses yeah. each of us in different yeah. seasons to inspire well we in- that's yeah. a beautiful thing about walking together and sharing so openly yeah and uh even in the church how many stories impact me and when we're just willing to let God do what God does in each of us uniquely yeah we sharpen one another and yeah. we grow together yeah. and uh unexpected people yeah. have spoken things in my life that would have no idea the impact they've made yeah. and they've been people that would you wouldn't even know their names you know they're totally. not these public figures and they've yep. just said something in private or just shared a story and it's just impacted yep. our lives so you know even sharing that story taking the door opening ourselves up to be mm-hmm. authentic mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. allowing God to use us as uniquely we, as we are yeah never underestimate the power yeah. of how God wants to use you in 
everything is significant in the kingdom of God. It is. And so as we're saying, once again, there is a place and room for all of us because we need each other as a body of Christ to grow. Now more than ever. More than ever. Yeah. We need God the most like to fill us and we need each other to Mm -hmm. encourage and Mm -hmm. spur each other on. So I love that. Yeah. That's really, really cool. And there are, they're just continual words that just keep coming in. You know, I remember, uh, last week, I think Hannah shared one about uh, just this sense that God is doing very, very significant and like he's moving in a big way, in a powerful way in people's individual lives. And she just had such a sense mm. that, yeah, for a long time, it's been, you know, just be faithful and seek God and read your Bible. And but she she had just had this sense that people were going to encounter profound profound moments in God profound movements and moments in God in this next season to come that it was going to be powerful and it was going to be really really impactful and um and I love that and even as we're talking I I actually remember two other words coming in over the last year that did talk about um kind of that that dividing line like that God is getting his bride ready you know he's he's cleaning up his bride but I remember in both words from two different people um, coming into the church, share, you know, to share with Jay and I, but both of them had something in it about don't be surprised about if there's some that don't want it, mm-hmm. and um, and and be be prepared for that. And so again, there there kind of comes that preparation for, uh, yeah, maybe maybe not everyone uh, will will want that in that season, but but my my heart and my hope and my prayers you know, on a continual basis are just that, yeah, Lord, that you would do, have your way and that you would do Mm -hmm. what only you can do in all of our lives. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. May it be Lord. Yeah. So it's, I I do sense that it's going to be an exciting 2020. Oh, I know. I I don't even know. I I said thirst, but I don't even know what my word is yet. Like I'm excited. This is, we are in a, we are in a supernatural time. Yeah. Yeah. And pray, ask God when you're listening today and you're like, I'm not experiencing this. Just ask. Yeah. Literally ask God to just ignite in you a fresh thirst a fresh hunger, a fresh awareness of his presence. May his voice be your favorite. Yeah. May it be the favorite voice of yeah. your day, your yeah. favorite voice that you listen to yeah. because companions, voices, things are pulling us in many directions, but may we hear mm-hmm. his voice and may it be our favorite. Yeah. Ask him, just ask him because yeah. he loves you and he's right there with you. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. And even as you hear things like this, or maybe even as desire is stirred up in you for more, that is also part of how God is moving in your life. Because as that desire begins to stir up, God does begin to meet you. It doesn't necessarily happen all at one time. And even as I think of the last year, all these little pieces that have come together and you just receive them, you receive them and you're like, okay, God, I'm going to hold on to that. And then all of a sudden the culmination of all those pieces come together as Mm -hmm. God brings revelation about something personal for you. And that's exactly how God often works. And so even as you listen to all of these things, just receive them. May it just awaken your spirit to what is possible and then just wait for God to to bring what he needs to bring, what he wants to bring into your life because it's beautiful and powerful and exciting and way better yes. than the way <laughs> than the things we choose yeah. or the things we've allowed oh it's so much better it's so yes. much better 
So we uh, we just want to remind you today that there's more in you than you realize. And you are worthy of love. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Awakening Moments podcast today. Like or subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram at Lori Boucher and Rhonda.Corto. May you be awakened to the moments that matter the most.